Hello, welcome. Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you walk together with Him. Are you somebody that has a good eyesight? Uh, I'm not saying that can you read or can you see this person? Uh, do you have 20-20 vision? But uh, not just that, but then, you know, as you see what's going on uh, around you, that you notice things well. Well, you know, for me, when I drive my car and then go into a parking lot, sometimes I have to look, look around and to find a parking space. But then my wife, and then she's able to spot uh, a lot and then say, hey, we need to make a right turn and go there. And then sees a lot more clearly and a lot better. But then also in meeting with people too after Sunday worship, and then I said, oh, that person looked good and looked smiling. But then sometimes my wife says, oh, something different about that person. Something's going on. And she noticed important things. Sometimes I overlook. Well, today, the passage speaks about what God is doing, especially in restoring and returning God's people back to Israel, to Jerusalem. But then God is doing it in a mysterious way. And God is using pagan king and ruler to carry out God's purpose. You see, and that's something that doesn't uh, sound right or look right. But our God is God who works mysteriously. And then you and I need to be more keen and better at noticing God's hand, what God is doing around the world. Let's look at the passage together today. Ezra chapter 7, verses 11 through 28. This is a copy of the letter King Artaxerxes had given to Ezra the priest, a teacher of the law, a man learned in matters concerning the commands and decrees of the Lord for Israel. Artaxerxes, king of kings, to Ezra the priest, teacher of the law of the God of heaven. Greetings. Now I decree that any of the Israelites in my kingdom, including priests and Levites who volunteer to go to Jerusalem with you, may go. You are sent by the king and his seven advisors to inquire about Judah and Jerusalem with regard to the law of your God, which is in your hand. Moreover, you are to take with you the silver and gold that the king and his advisors have freely given to the God of Israel, whose dwelling is in Jerusalem, together with all the silver and gold you may obtain from the province of Babylon, as well as the freewill offerings of the people and priests for the temple of their God in Jerusalem. 
With this money, be sure to buy bulls, rams, and male lambs, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and sacrifice them on the altar of the temple of your God in Jerusalem. You and your fellow Israelites may then do whatever seems best with the rest of the silver and gold, in accordance with the will of your God. Deliver to the God of Jerusalem all the articles entrusted to you for worship in the temple of your God, and anything else needed for the temple of your God that you are responsible to supply, you may provide from the royal treasury. Now I, King Artaxerxes, decree that all the treasurers of Trans-Euphrates are to provide with diligence whatever Ezra the priest, the teacher of the law of the God of heaven, may ask of you, up to a hundred talents of silver, a hundred cores of wheat, a hundred baths of wine, a hundred baths of olive oil, and salt without limit. Whatever the God of heaven has prescribed, let it be done with diligence for the temple of the God of heaven. Why should his wrath fall on the realm of the king and of his sons? You are also to know that you have no authority to impose taxes, tribute, or duty on any of the priests, Levites, musicians, gatekeepers, temple servants, or other workers at this house of God. And you, Ezra, in accordance with the wisdom of your God, which you possess, appoint magistrates and judges to administer justice to all the people of Trans-Euphrates, all who know the laws of your God. And you are to teach any who do not know them. Whoever does not obey the law of your God and the law of the king must surely be punished by death, banishment, confiscation of property, or imprisonment. Praise be to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, who has put it into the king's heart to bring honor to the house of the Lord in Jerusalem in this way, and who has extended his good favor to me before the king and his advisors and all the king's powerful officials. Because the hand of the Lord my God was on me, I took courage and gathered leaders from Israel to go up with me. Today's passage and has a, a section where it includes the letter. A letter from the king Xerxes and that Ezra has brought. And then also has a little bit about his response and his praise. But then in the midst of it, what we see is hand of God all over. And then how God was using and even this pagan king in the midst of this very difficult situation and time and to work out God's purpose. You know, in this chapter seven and eight, the phrase hand of the Lord was upon me. The hand of the Lord was upon me. The hand of the Lord was upon this. And then, you know, here he writes about, Ezra writes about this phrase, repeatedly so many times. You know, sometimes uh, when I ask people, oh, would you share your testimony? And some people only have one testimony, going back to how they became a Christian. But then there are some other people that have so many testimony every day. and says, oh, I was doing this, and God 
has done something. Oh, I was just uh, serving, and God opened up an opportunity and then blessed the person. God used me. God provided. God did this. And the difference is not what's going on, but then with eyes of faith, mature eyes of faith, noticing what God is doing in and around you and then through you. Here, we see. And in a mysterious way that God is working through a pagan king. And then we notice here in verses 11 and 12, and then it says, you know, he's bringing the, the edict and the decree from the king and with the authorization to go back and then build and then do the work. And that's what we see. And uh, Ezra, rather than him putting together a few people, hey, let's go quietly to do these things uh, that nobody will notice. No, it requires the, the proper channel and the proper people. And then here God was moving the hearts of the king and in a proper way. And, and God is now granting this permission through the king to be able to go do that. And it's the work of God. Praise God. And that's what we see. But then, you know, we also see not only that, you know, God has given uh, the permission, authorization to go and then do it, but also, and then he liberated, brought about deliverance to so many people. And then the king said, now you could take the priest and then Levites and then and those people that uh, want to go together with you. And now uh, they are liberated and said, free to go back, free to go back. And that's what we see. This is no small matter. And then if you think about it, but now we see that God has allowed moving the heart of the king and then allow this to take place. Not only that, not only that, not just that they came, but then they came bringing together with them the utensil vessel from the temple that, that was not taken back before, and then also the silver and gold, and then all that they needed to provision from the king's uh, finance and then and then king's treasury and that was given provision and then god you know moved the hearts of the king so that even the the treasury the money and what was needed and god used those things to come and bring about and then building in god's temple and that is what we see. And then, in the later on section, and it speaks about uh, uh, just uh, the Ezra giving things and then praise and then worshiping him. But you know, friends, as we think about this uh, passage, there are a few things I want to just uh, ask you to think together with me. Uh, and then would you begin to regularly pray for the, the king and the president and the public leaders uh, in the country where you are. And then would you regularly pray for your boss and then your leader, whoever that they may be, that God will use them, that God will include them, 
And so that while they have their position and authority, and which is really a delegated authority, that God has placed them there, that, and God will use them for God's purpose. But then, would you also pray that the Lord will use you as salt and light, that your bosses and people around you will notice about God's presence and then God's power, God's life that is at work in you. You see, the king noticed the difference, that God's hand that was upon Ezra's life. And then he wanted to be blessed by the king, by God, the Lord, that Ezra was serving because he, without giving a long exposition or without being converted, not yet, but then still. And notice that God's presence, that who God is. And then they were, and then he was, following and then allowing and seeking God's blessings in his life. And that's what we see. But as you also grow and then learn to say thank you, to the Lord, but also not only noticing and then saying thank you before the Lord, tell others, this is the Lord who brought me here. You know, you just don't have to say, God, 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 I got it. No, you know, you could just, you know, at times when it's proper, it's the Lord that gave me this opportunity. It's the Lord, as I was praying and struggling, gave me the insight. It's the Lord that strengthened me. It's the Lord through the other people enabled us to be used of God, to serve God. Would you grow as somebody that's giving testimony more frequently? The hand of the Lord was upon me. I'm not worthy, but it's the Lord. I don't see anything but the God continued to encourage. And then all I did was pray. All I did was just doing my thing. But it was the Lord that has done it. And to be able to give God praise and recognize Him. One secret a friend of mine told me is, Steve, if you learn to say thank you to the Lord more than 50 times a day, then you will begin to notice God's hand that is upon you more, God's presence together with you more, and then you will see God and His purpose working in your life more. You know, I want to ask you, why don't you try to spend today trying to give thanks to the Lord maybe 50 times, 100 times today. While everything is the same, that you will begin to see and notice God's hand that is upon you and through you. Lord, help us not to grow blinded and seeing only my need, my problem, but open our eyes so that we may see your presence, your work, and your nearness in our lives today. 
In Jesus' name, Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer.